Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I am Aaron. I am Bill. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. Cole, one, two, three. Sorry. Cole, Cole. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is me checking is my levels for okay. you, Cole. Now we're, now we're in business. Now we're cooking. Do we need to start over? No, no we're fine. All right. So we are still in Seattle. This is our last day in Seattle together. Um, and we're just going to do kind of a recap of what's been going on on this trip and share some stories with y'all. So yesterday we had a chance to go down to, oh, first of all, we went to this crazy seafood buffet breakfast yeah we ate so much crab guys you'll be proud of me i traditionally we got got so many crabs dude got crabs crabs. like a mofo Mm -hmm. so i normally don't like seafood at all and it turns out i'm realizing or i'm being told that it's because i've never had good seafood because yeah that's what they say we went to this place uh called aldi's arnie salties salties and I we ate went to Arnie's a ton before. of crab, and I really liked it. And then and Phil and I ate oysters for the first time. Yes, and they were pretty good. Yeah. And then at dinner, I had an oyster. Yeah, we yeah. all ate and oysters. I, yeah, dude, we're like freaking oyster eating. And then we sons cuddled. of guns. We all ate oysters long. twice in one day. Yeah. Like, is that why we were so cuddly? That was the longest day, dude. We were um, like, seems like breakfast was like a week ago and dinner was a couple days ago. And I can confirm that oysters are uh, an aphrodisiac. But in between those two, <laughs> those two oyster fests, we were able to, of course, do some sightseeing. Oyster we hit the public fest. market. <laughs> and we had a um, sausage got some fest. coffee. Cole, Cole also drank his first coffee. And that's not true. It. That's not true. Let the record show for my employer and uh, <laughs> no, also my no, religion. No, he did not drink coffee. My father in um, heaven. But he, um, what did you? What did you? Nothing. Oh, we went. We had a chance to. So we got some coffee, but we also went to Mike and Mike's Guitar Bar. Yes. And played some Sweet A Vintage Gear. Yes. So yeah, I want each awesome. of you guys to, each of the three of us, I guess, to talk about our favorite guitar that we played. And why we liked it, what was so cool about it. Maybe talk about the amps too. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I played a All right. nineteen okay. All okay. Right. All right. Aaron. All right. I played okay. some guitars, Aaron and Phil. Do you guys listen to Radio Lab? I know. That's, that's what, what that doing. reminds yes, me of. I know. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. This is Jad Abumrod. <laughs> um and Robert Krolich. <laughs> Um, there's like a there's like a a grammatical error in their intro, I think. I'm trying to remember because it always bothered me when I listened to Radio Lab, or it's just like something that they pronounce weird, and it's like you're gonna put this in every show. Why not re-record it and get it right? Okay. Um, so I played a 1956 Telecaster. Was it a 56? Yeah. Okay. Aaron, that's why I said that it was a 56, Aaron. I just didn't remember that. I was saying it was earlier, but that sounds right. Oh. Uh, but I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it was a 56. Yeah. But they had a tweed champ there that was also a 50s. That. Yeah. You forgot the best part. 
You played a 1956 telly that was 100% original. Dude, freaking stock one owner. 1956. Like, I'm not even going to live long enough to own a guitar for that long, even if I got it when I was born. Yeah, like, that's someone, insane. They got it from the family. It was a blonde telly with I, a tweed champ that were both from 1956. Yeah, like somebody walked into a guitar store in 1950-whatever and bought these and kept yeah. them since that yeah. day. And they yeah. said that like it hadn't been played in years, so it was like in amazing condition. So it had one ding on the top back, like on the upper bout, that where the wood had like sort of, like it was a pretty deep, you could tell it was somewhat natural wear, but at any rate, yeah. other than that, it was it was in insanely shocking. good shape. Yeah, it, was, it was beautiful. It was the frets the frets were original. It even had and the original were, wiring. Yeah, like the frets were really small, but they had very little fret wear. Like it still played so does really that mean well. Somebody played for like, is it possible that it was like it was played for six months and then put in the garage, or they just played it periodically? Yeah, you know, it wasn't like a gigging because it had wear on it. Like it had dings yeah, the, and stuff. The neck, the fretboard was like definitely worn down. Yeah. But the frets, and actually, I don't know. I mean, it said 100% stock, so the frets, I never asked they specifically probably about the them. frets. Yeah, I'm sure they'd been dressed, dressed but they're really small. Like, you could yeah. tell they were vintage, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the the neck had some really cool wear on it. But, yeah, it had a few dings, but I don't usually like butterscotch tellies at all. And it was this like thing the light looked, one, though, wasn't it? Like yeah, it was like light, it was more like blonde. a yeah, looked, like a blonde cream. Like it was yeah, yeah it was yeah. a blonde. It was a blonde color. Because yeah, I don't really like. But the even those, either as much. I don't even like the semi-transparent tellies in general. Usually, you yeah. know, I like it either transparent, like a burst or some other trans color or a solid. But a lot of times they try to make them did look you say some other trans color. They try to make them yeah transparent. They try to make them look the newer ones like the blonde and the butterscotch they try to make them look aged you know yeah yeah but it's like always weird and so but, but this, this one, one like, was aged but like, like it and oh, it was like the discoloring so on it was really subtle but you could tell that there was discoloring from where your arm would rest yeah because you know? it almost looked like a sunburst light. like yeah. light to lighter it was yes, really cool it was super super cool oh man and it and it had the original wiring which was and and i had forgotten that tellies were this way too i knew esquire's they had a three-position switch, but the other two positions were like two different tone caps. But on the original tellies, they didn't have a middle yeah. position. The third position is the bridge pickup with like some crazy amount of roll-off. So it's like yeah. the output is way lower. Bridge too. or neck? Oh, I didn't know that. It might be the neck. Yeah, so it's it bridge, neck. neck, and then neck with like an extra cap in it that like How weird. is like totally dark. But the reason so it's similar to like the Jazzmaster like top circuit. I know, but that's just like that's a surprising. Well, Leo had this thing about not mixing pickups. Like, the same thing with a Strat. The three-way Strat selector, like, never was meant to blend pickups together. And the Tele was the same way. Weird. And and I think it was, like, it was more of a thing back then, like... Like nowadays, people want versatility, but not in not for the same reasons. They want like some P rails that has eight different options or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But back then, it was like, well, I need this one guitar to be the lead guitar and the rhythm guitar. I don't have pedals to accomplish yeah, that. That's true. So I need to be able to switch to a setting, and we're all playing through the same amp, including vocals. Right. It's like I need a switch yeah. that can give me a lead sound and a rhythm sound, essentially. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Um, and Did it's you the plug same, it into and the that's champ? in the Les Paul. The way that they accomplish it is by having independent volumes. So the idea right. is that so you have blend rhythm and lead, one and in, one yeah. of them would be hotter than the other. Um, and yeah, so that's I had never thought about it that's that way. But that uh, guys, I just blew my own mind, dude. Your <laughs> mind is lucky. Just blew my own mind. 
because I had one of my ribs removed that I was able to do that. Uh, okay. So, uh, so did you plug that telly to into the into the champ? Did you plug the telly into the champ? I did plug the telly into the champ, and Dude. it sounded freaking rad. I played a couple other guitars into that champ, and I it was and there's it something really cool. Like, there's something about just like it's the same way you feel when you go to some place and there's a building that's you know to like you go to the pantheon and it's like i don't even care what this building looked like but the fact that it's two thousand years old right is like crazy and the fact yeah. that i was sitting here playing a guitar that still functioned and sounded amazing yeah. and it had been on the earth for 60 years or whatever mm -hmm. there is something dare i say magical about like having connect physical connection he dared say to like another time yeah, like it's, it's it's just weird. It's cool it to think that like dumb to say no, it, but it's like but it that's is. why vintage gear is it's cool. Like this dude bought this. Like that's why it's cool. This dude walked into this shop like he you oh, know it, it's, it, and the got out of his like a one or yeah, one, one owner, yeah, yeah. one owner. Like he walked in stop. with his freaking you know he didn't even have bell bottoms yet. His kids were gonna be wearing bell bottoms. Like what I want to know is like who's like the people who Beaver. sells that? I guess it's his kids or something that like no, but like. I mean, I guess if you don't care, you don't care. But well, but also like maybe they had, or like someone maybe else maybe like it. they had some bills to come up. You know, like yeah, or maybe like that was one of many. That's true too. Yeah, like, this, yeah. This is the crappy one. But it's not <laughs> like Mike and Mike's. It's not like they were, uh, like they would have given him. They would have given him a fair deal yeah, and everything yeah, too. Sure. So it's not like, uh, you but know. I don't think they really did much to it. Just kind of probably cleaned my, it up a little bit. My it was listed for. Thirty-two thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. But they they were selling it like yeah, you had to buy them set. together. Yeah. Which it's why amazing. wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah of course. Totally. Like if you have enough money to drop on that, then you want the amp and yeah, the guitar. Totally. So cool. My, It'd be uh, even better if it had like a cable that it came with. You know, <laughs> like oh, this owner had this one the cable the cable. entire life, and it has the original. I think it had the case still too. Oh, did it? May, maybe I'm I remembering because I saw original tweed and I was thinking hard case, but uh, it was the amp. My mother-in-law is obsessed with estate sales which and state california estate oh okay and they south uh, dakota ah state south carolina estate 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 these and guys are racist let the record show <laughs> i have been the burned these, by racism these guys i've been burned by racism many times by these two fellows <laughs> so <laughs> that uh, may or may not be true that's one dynamic that I try to I, I always feel like I'm skirting dangerously close to a line that I'm going to cross like Andy finds my uh, faux racism against Asians very funny mm. but I'm always worried that like I, I'm not 100% positive where the line is in I one think, time I think faux racism might be similar to the ironic mullet conundrum <laughs> <laughs> it is true and we experience like the the time when you experience it that is if anyone overhears anything you say it's like oh this this dude over here is just straight racist in 2018 yeah. and it's like well but i i promise i'm not it's, i'm just doing it to be funny and it's like that's not worth it you know it's but not. but and yet i still do it okay what were so, you going to say phil uh estate sales so she'll go though and, and usually what estate. the way they work is that was aaron that away. said that by the way Somebody passes away, and they, the family of the, the deceased person will hire some company yeah. to sell all the stuff. They come through. They, vow, they like uh, they appraise it out. and yeah. stuff. And, um, and the family had already gone through and kept the stuff that they wanted to that for they like wanted, heirlooms right, or whatever. Everything else off, yeah. And so uh, 
it's very possible that it, it oh yeah totally i mean something that nice was probably a part of, of an estate sale it's not like somebody brought it in off the street and was like how much do you give me for this you yeah know? but i'm saying like the idea of like why didn't they just keep it or whatever it's like well, yeah okay. it's like they kept a bunch of other things yeah you know maybe they kept some freaking 59 less paul or something and then <laughs> no, I, yeah I, I get it you can't but it's still everything. it's still crazy like or maybe like, like that guitar wasn't even like a big deal to that person so it's not yeah like, yeah it part may not of, have been like a real personal sentimental item. Part of what is, uh, I think part of what you're saying, not to put words in your mouth, is like it was important enough for them to keep it for 60 plus years, but then somehow isn't important enough. Yeah, I think like, that's what it is. It's maybe. like, how did that stick around so long and then also just come up for sale one day? You know, maybe like, they just hated it. Like, maybe that's they what I'm saying. Like, like most guitars, a hobby of somebody that they picked up when they were 40. They played a little bit. They put in a closet and they until they were a hundred, and then they. <laughs> but you know what we're saying? Like he, this Sorry. person, <laughs> this person made a point. Like you don't just accidentally keep, and, and I guess people didn't used to move as much as they do, and all this stuff. But like, you don't accidentally keep a guitar and an amp for sixty years. Yeah. If you also don't have some attachment to it, and maybe your kids don't have any of the same attachment, but it is still surprising. I think. I don't know. All. Depression era people kept a lot of crap. Dang it. Like they were really into keeping stuff. I think there's there's one defining characteristic of that generation. It's keeping things. It's you true. Don't need to it's keep. true. <laughs> except except baseball cards, like sugar packets, and like random garbage. But it is. I don't know. It it is very cool and it is rare. Like like there's no there's no getting around the fact that it's really rare and it's a cool opportunity yeah. to be able to play something like that. So yeah, it yeah, was a totally. lot of fun. I also got to play a Vinny. Oh, yeah. And that's the first time I'd ever really... You uh, played a Vinny the day before. Yeah. Also. But but that was like the second time that I'd really been able to... <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when we were playing the day before, I didn't actually yeah, take time. Yeah, you were on the amp, yeah. Yeah. And, and granted, like I was playing a 1956 Telecaster through it, so I still was more focused on the guitar than anything else probably. Oh, and I was playing it. The Another amp they had in there was like this trainer amp from oh, the yeah. 70s, and it was like a PA so it had a 215 cab. Oh oh, so I was playing the Vinny through a 215. Did you hear it when I was playing yes. it? It sounded rad, <laughs> it dude. Really. I was like, dude, they're like letting us kind of have our way with this uh yeah, yeah. dude, this loud. And they were they were super chill. By the way, if anyone Mike, is in Seattle or Mike like comes to Ball? Seattle, is that is it Yeah, Mike Ball. Ball. Mike Ball. Mike and Mike's guitar greatest. shop is rad. Like it's the inside is really cool. The people and if that you work don't there know, were fun. If you like don't nice. know, if you've ever seen Mike Adams. Have a great live loud room. If you ever seen Mike Adams online, and he's kind of the offset expert in the world, um, it, it, that's why it's called Mike's and Mike's because it was Mike Pool and Ball. Mike. My <laughs> oh, that thing you just said ten seconds ago that I forgot. Okay, Mike Ball and Mike Adams, and Mike Adams is no longer like a part of the business. They're still like not for a negative thing or anything. Adams but that's, lives in like Long Beach or something. Yeah, like yeah. He moved for I think for family stuff. Yeah, but that's. That's why it's called Mike and Mike's. But yeah, it was a it was an awesome shop. And not only did they have okay, they had a bunch of vintage stuff, but then they also had a bunch of really high end, sort of used like you know custom shop type stuff. So, and they have pedals and stuff, and and they're doing um, they have the signature sinusoid cables. Yeah, a lot of sponsors of the show sinusoid. A lot of what they do is tech work. Like they're they have amazing techs there, and so. Part of their business is they take in these vintage instruments or yeah. instruments that just need work, and then they do the work and sort of flip it in a yeah, sense. Yeah, and a lot of times they do like kind of cool, unique stuff with it. Like yeah, 
Like they so, had a Mustang in there. Yeah, Phil, talk about that Mustang. Okay, so I pulled it up so I could talk about it. Uh, so I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. No, you called put me on the spot at the perfect time. Um, so uh, one of the dudes, they their tech guys just kind of like, I I guess they do like their own mods when they find something that isn't like that isn't stock enough to be like to keep um pristine right and they do their own cool like yeah. takes on things and yeah so this one he said came in with like humbuckers that were routed tunematic yeah and it was routed for like a tunematic wraparound bridge mm-hmm. so yeah so he added a bigsby put a mastery on it ripped that out yeah suck filled the holes yeah. So and let's put fender things on this fender or fender e things. And then uh Lolar Yeah, like a uh, Bigsby. <laughs> Lawler. Uh Lawler. Lolar lay low. Um Regals. Regals, which are the wide range. So one of the things I really liked about this is the way that they mounted the pickups. Did you see that? Yeah, it looked really cool. It's really cool. They basically have like little like dog ears. Yeah, they have like dog ears that are like mounted directly to the aluminum pick guard. Yeah. It's really cool. Which there was a few really old guitars that had aluminum like anodized pick guards, and uh-huh. they all look freaking awesome with all yeah, the weather. Yeah, that, that they had Dude, in there. So that the weather of it, so good. Like the the brass or like gold looking color is like chip is like shredded away from like pick use, right? Well, yeah. it's like worn away. So when they anodize it, it really only affects like the surface the level. It's like so a, it's surface. almost like oh a powder. Gosh. It's like even thinner than a powder coat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so somebody, somebody's going to write in and be like, you guys are all But idiots. I mean, that, I don't know. But it's, it's some kind of, thin it is. it's a thin coating. I mean, it's a chemical it's reaction. So it's not like a coating. Care. The, the P base, it was, don't care, I do guys. care. It literally <laughs> changes the color of the aluminum. Yeah. Yeah. Chemical, physical reaction. It's like an acid. Yes, but I'm saying it's not a coating that's added to the aluminum. Fine. It is but the it's, aluminum. But but the reason it goes away is because the actual layers of aluminum are being yes. rubbed yes. away, you know. Yes. But like the P base, there was no pick where it was just like hand. Yeah, and it was like know. all the like entire basically under everything the strings but was under gold the and the rest was all it looks so freaking good. Yeah. And that was a 50s, wasn't it? Or yeah, maybe early 60s. 60s it was pre-CBS at any rate. Yeah, it was like a 62, I think. Sorry, Phil. No, that's fine. Do you want to say anything else about that Mustang? I want it real bad. Yeah, and it was, and it's the type of thing that like, it it would be attainable price wise. Like part of why the Tele is so crazy expensive is because it's old, but part of it is because it's stock. It's old and stock. But yes. like nobody's buying that Mustang as like a showpiece because it's yeah. totally it was, different. It was it has freaking when it came in. Yeah. So he made it cooler. It has a Bigsby and filled holes and yeah. wide range humbuckers and stuff. Yes. So yeah, it looked awesome, and and I think I mentioned this already, but the cower that Andy has also has Lawler Regals in it, and they sound really good. Mm. I really liked the way they sound. Lawler, Lawler. So what was your, or should you want me to go next, or do you want to go next? I played a Jag. It was a '66, and it was 100% original stock. So you want me to go next, or? And it was super great. Are you gonna go next? You can go, after me. Okay. Right now. (laughs) You gotta talk about it more than that. I loved it. Why did you love it? Um, if I have a follow-up. Looking at, uh, first of all, the, the checking just looks so, it was really subtle. Um, I'm looking at it right now. That Jag, they, they have that Jag posted? Well, they have three Jags altogether posted. Um, it was, 
Hey guys, remember yeah. we're so recording it was a white, podcast. But it was right like now. aged. It was aged white with the. Was it really originally white? Because it was yellow. That's like a yeah. That's like the white color. They all look like that. All the old white. Okay, so it wasn't <laughs> white. The old white's kind of yellow as they. Okay. I'm saying it was I'm white, saying. but it's no longer white. So my follow-up question: If you love it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I've been holding on to that for like five minutes. So one of the things not that worth I it. really liked about that is that it was freaking cool. Yes. And it was Thanks, loaded Aaron. with That's Gabriel Tenorio strings, another sponsor of the show. It was. Dude, Aaron. Yeah. He's so on. Aaron's podcasting game is on another level this morning. Mike and Mike. Which is surprising considering how much sleep we got so last So Mike night. and Mike each have a signature sinusoid cable, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Mike's Mike Adams is called the Red Beard. Yeah. Because he has a big red beard. Mm-hmm. And he's and into pirates. I can't think of what Mike balls is. It's atomic something. Yeah, but it's white. They're the atomizer or something. It's white, and it has a silent jack, yeah, silent the right jack, angle, silent, silent trick yeah, on one it's side. It's really cool. Anyway, yeah. buy some sinusoid. Support Mike and Mike's Guitar Bar. They're not even a sponsor. Get your but Gabriel Tornado strings in a long yeah. line. If you play an offset and you're not playing GTS Co. strings, you then are. What the heck are you even doing? Out of your dang mind, my friend. And also check out Gun Street, because they could... Uh, heck, if you want your telly to be like that original yeah. 56 telly with that weird that would tone cap... It wasn't super usable in a real scenario, <laughs> I potentially. Get an Esquire. But you could straight up have them make you a tele harness that would do that. Yeah. And they'll yeah. even put it in a certain color box because Phil said something about that. No, he said it. Oh, because Aaron said something about that. Yep, I did. Aaron was talking about they have boxes. Different colored boxes now. Well, they have same colored boxes, but different colored labels. <laughs> boxes are still brown. <laughs> okay. Guys, it's been FAQ. Phil, it turns FAQ. out it turns out when you just hang out with a bunch of dudes for a long time, sometimes the <laughs> conversation isn't as wholesome as it should be. I had a lot of fun playing that Jag too, and I played it through that Tweed Champ. Yeah, oh, it sounded it way was good. So good, it did, yeah. What did you think? It's so good. I've never really played Jags much, so that probably either. will ha- will ruin me for all Jags. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mess with the switches, and that's so here's you'll the be thing, like, like you'll be like, dude, Jaguars sound amazing. Did you know that? Yeah, and then you'll go play every other one. It's like, oh yeah, wait, no, no, but everyone <laughs> everyone wants to do like the Johnny Marr wiring thing with a little switch. I like having the selector switches for the pickups, like the on yeah, off. Cool. I think that's like really so usable. It, I mean, the only thing it wouldn't be usable for is potentially like if you need to switch like mid strumming type of thing it might not be as usable as having a yeah, switch up top you know because if you want to switch like from one to the other you'd have to move two switches exactly. yeah. and one is going up and one's going down yeah. so like mm. but it's a cool like yeah, but how true. often like people that's one of those things that you like plan on and like well i need it to be able to do this and it's like really you like really I need to be able to do that? that and it makes me mad at them so yeah, I don't care. like I use know. a pedal at that point. Some people are some people are gonna say, "Ooh, dumb," obviously, and uh, some people are gonna be like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah. ooh, dumb." But uh. so the three switches traditionally on a Jag, it's uh, bridge pickup, yes, no, uh, neck pickup, yes, no, and then the other one is rhythm circuit, yes, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's not like rhythm circuit. Plan- it's so like we planned that. The rhythm circuit is the same as the Jazzmaster, where it has its own. It has its own switch. That selects it on the top. Oh, that's up at the top. Okay. Yes. So that third switch, I honestly I have no idea. I think what it it's does. series parallel. We were thinking. I think it is called like In a 66? treble cut or something. Yeah. 
It's an easy thing to do. No, I know, but or like, it's a phase. We were switch. just talking about like. I don't think it's serious parallel because I don't think that oh, was okay. something that, that they wasn't would a thing then. If the if even want to do, was that our doorbell? No. No. Um. All right. So what it but is? What are you, first is of all, what are you talking about? It's not a thing they'd want to do. This stuff. I'm saying in '66, like they weren't, they weren't worried about they weren't putting two single coil pickups in series. Because the humbucker wasn't invented until like '58. No. Well, saying? the humbucker was invented, but I don't think like that. Fender was producing maybe not. stock That's things probably not. that came yeah. out in the fifties that did that because combining yes. pickups. Yeah. Maybe that's right. true. I'm, but I'm saying that if, if but there the were pickups. Way switch on the telly that is a fifty something. If the third position is some weird treble thing and not yeah, it's reasonable to think that that one would also be some weird treble thing. Yes, so but that's what the rhythm what it is. No, it's like ten years later. If only it's there was a repository of information. It's a mid cut, mid tone. That's cut. exactly what I said. Series parallel. It's basically <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, series <laughs> parallel. Um, so what it does is, I guess it just cuts out some mids. Tones. Sounds like a good name. Middle tones. Um, anyway. The mid-tones. That's one of my favorites. That's cool. So one of my favorite ska bands, actually. So now you the can't write in, people, because we figured it out on our own, and we got nothing wrong They've been yelling or inaccurate about that. Us, though, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I hear yeah. your screams, <laughs> and I feed on them. My favorite longer. guitars were twofold. I had two favorite guitars. The one was a Jackson Dinky that I played. And had a lot of fun just mashing on that whammy bar. What do you call that? What's that thing called? Oh, the Floyd Floyd Rose. The vibrato. The Floyd Rose tremolo system. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was fun, but that wasn't my favorite. You played it through the tweed. I did. I played. <laughs> yeah, I plugged in this like this like '90s Jackson. And it sounded <laughs> with like a flame hot, top, like hot garbage. Through the tweet, dude. no, it was awesome. <laughs> it did sound rad. It was it was crazy because Again. those pickups are so hot that yeah. it just like it was destroyed. It was that overdriven, it was like, like <laughs> yeah. even at like low volumes, it yeah, was completely it was cool. overdriven. Yeah, because like an amp in the '50s was not set up to handle an input level like yeah. that. You know, it was crazy. But it was, and that's what's yeah, and it, it's hard to like. I've said before, like vintage instruments aren't inherently better. Like there's going to be plenty that are dogs, you know, but every vintage instrument they had in there was awesome. Yeah. And part well, of that is because they take really good selective. care yeah. and they would have like fixed any problems that yeah. there were, but all of the vintage guitars in there blew away everything else. Yeah. And that was, that was fun. So here's here's my favorite guitar. It was a 1959 Les Paul Special Double Cut. Oh man! That had bit, had the the neck heel had been broken, and someone had like put a plate to hold it back together, which and made so, it somewhat affordable. <laughs> yeah. So Mike was telling me that that basically someone had broken that guitar and tried to fix it, and it didn't really work. So it had just been sitting in a case for like 40 years. Whoa. So it had been. It was so protected that there wasn't even any like coloration variation between yeah, where yeah. the plate was and where it wasn't so like he took it off and there was no extra fading so it, it was it just literally just been like sitting in a case so they they took the, all that crap off and like re reset the neck and like fix the heel and everything yes yeah, so there's no more plate on it right yeah no yeah. so it's it's back he, he had, and it was like a and even the finish thing. like they didn't redo any of the finish no but even the like there yeah. was a line where the crack was, but it wasn't like flaked yeah, away yeah. or, you know. Yeah, no, it was, it was in really was, good shape for yeah, having had a, a neck heel repaired. Yeah. You know? But that, oh, that thing was so cool with the P90s. And it was like the, 
it was TV white. Uh, was it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it was really light. Because it wasn't dark. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yellow, but it was like, oh, dude. Yeah. It was it rad. Was awesome. It was really cool. And I played a, an SG that was 60s, somewhere in the 60s. Oh, that's right. And yeah. it had P90s on yeah. it. And that also sounded awesome. Yeah. I, I love playing SGs when I'm sitting down. I can't stand them when I'm standing up for some reason. But, but yeah, that was they're a super comfortable guitar to me when you're sitting down. It was really cool. Um, what was that other amp? I played this amp from Three Monkeys. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was cool. The only problem was we were in this tiny room, and it was like this massive like 100-watt amp or something. So yeah, it was like... Yeah impossible to use it in any meaningful way yeah but it was really cool. a bummer but yeah it was way cool like uh, the shape of it yeah they do some weird stuff yeah and it's yeah like and mike he was like a fan of it he's he like, really please someone it. please play that yeah amp. he's <laughs> like it'd make me really happy if one of you guys <laughs> played this one <laughs> maybe he was like it would make me really happy if you played it and bought it and yeah got exactly. the hell out of my store <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or if, like, one of your fans bought it. It was kind of one of those things. I, we probably shouldn't talk about this. But, you know, Andy, like, introduced him to us. Yeah. And he probably made it sound like we're potentially, like, we're a bigger deal than we actually are, which I'm okay He's with probably that, listening to this. Oh, Mike. Mike. How are you? Mr. Ball. We're a huge deal. Listening? Mr. Pool. Uh, <laughs> Mike Pool. Is that the guy from Drowning Pools? No, Drowning he's Pool? He's a guy that I went to college with. Oh. Or high school, actually. But anyway, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> you know what's kind of sad? I'm pretty sure the dude from Drowning Pool drowned in the pool. No. There's no way. There is a way. I mean, I'm good. What you do is you get into the pool and then you stop breathing because you s- inhale water. You That's the way. Okay. Did you know if that you decided to sing that song while in the pool? It wouldn't go well. So. You're saying let the bodies hit the yeah. floor. Did you know that uh, like drowning? If someone says somebody drowned, it's it's obvious that they died of drowning. That is inherent to drowning because the end. Yes. Did you know that electrocution means somebody died of being electrocuted? Like you can't get electrocuted unless you die. Oh, so like you're saying nobody says I fell in the pool and I rolled around in the waves or wait. Yeah, I yeah. drowned a little bit, I, and then yeah, yeah dude. Oh, oh man. man, I totally drowned the other day. Dude, this is I, scary. I fell in the pool, and I had no idea which way it was up for a yeah. second. But then I, like you know, everyone I knows out. that. But electrocution is like so. Like I got is shocked. That true? Yeah, like the word electrocution means uh, you died of being of of being shocked like or whatever. Uh, part of why I thought of that is because <laughs> that trainer amp. I must have been leaning against because like the light, uh, the light switch. It was like exposed. You know, there's a super old building, so all the electrical had exposed conduit because it had been surface mounted after the fact you know um and my arm must have been look all hipster and my stuff. arm must have been touching the the conduit when i when i went to flip on the trainer amp because i got shocked something fierce Multiple i got electric i got electrocuted kept, i know and then i kept, kept i kept dabs. <laughs> and phil's probably like, over there like i was like are you gonna die well no you, you did shouldn't. it once and then and then you went to do it again like you went to like well, and then I was like cut, testing yeah. it to and see. You're like, oh, 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 and then you called someone <laughs> then, in to yeah, like help you. The other well, no, I told, in. yeah, I, I told the guy. He's like, he's like, no, it's fine, you idiot. <laughs> he was very, he was, he was very polite was about very it, cool about it. But I could tell he was like, no, there's no nothing wrong with it <laughs> because we wouldn't put an app in here that could electrocute somebody. That's like a rule that we have at our right. store. We don't want to kill it's our. A, it's a fairly strict rule. Our patrons it's followed pretty, pretty much to the letter. Did you just look up electrocution? 
No, I looked oh. up drowning. Drowned. Oh. Yeah. But that's yeah, and is and is drowning is obviously to death, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a band called Electrocution Pool? No. Okay. It's I mean, not a bad maybe. name for a band. It's a terrible name for it doesn't anything. Doesn't really roll off the shoulder. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I hate it. I That's think anybody. Good. I think anybody who likes. That's like it if is you're like idiot. a part of a group of electrocution. Like, yeah, I'm in the electrocution pool for this month. Mm. Like, I'm pitching in. Or it's yeah. like you're in the pool. Like every they draw one name every month for someone to get electrocuted. Yeah. Like yeah, I threw my <laughs> yeah. name in the pool. <laughs> I'm in the electrocution pool. No, but then the the funny thing is because they're really into puns. Like they put you in a pool and then they electrocute you in the pool. Yeah, the electrocution pool ends up with you in the electrocution pool. Yeah, there's two different things, the elect- same name. Now, okay, now I'm kind of on board with the band name again. And then there's also like a switch. Pool is a is a physical a pool switch that you have to pull, <laughs> and they call that the electrocution pool. <laughs> the electrocution pool pool. That's Aaron. That's not that's not right. Pull the electrocution pull. Pull pull the electrocution pull. Then okay, they take a how, poll afterwards and how ask people about the electrocution. How old and were that's you? That's the electrocution poll. How old were you when you realized that the word was drown, like the the present, just like the normal uh-huh. verb, and not drowned? Drowned, as in drowning. Probably, drowning. Probably too late. I want to say it, like I was definitely so young late. that I don't remember that ever happening. Why is Aaron got to be like that, Phil? He's a freaking time. elitist. Every time. Oh, Although, I knew. I knew this word was right. Like, I knew this pastor guy, and he was kind of old, and he would say, you got to get borned again. <laughs> I'm fixing you gotta, to you gotta get, I'm fixings to borned again. <laughs> I'm borned again. I'm fixing to borned again, one of y'all. <laughs> oh, man. You got to get borned again. I'm that's rough. Borned again. Let's see. Who's it going to be? You. We borned once, you. and then we borned again. None of this is usable. None of the last 40 minutes is usable. <laughs> That's false. This is great stuff. <laughs> it is good. Tint. Uh, Tint. What else happened? So I in don't the next know. in the next like half hour or less. Yeah, about a, a half an hour. We're planning to meet up with some local folks here in Seattle. So um, if this is you, then you know that you did it. And if it wasn't you, then it's too late I'm for you. Sorry. Now. Yeah, we're meeting up at Dick's. DX. <laughs> we posted in the group. Some DX. If you're in the Sacramento, no. <laughs> if you're in the Seattle area. If you're in the Sacramento area, you're out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If you're in the uh, Seattle sorry. area a couple sorry, weeks Mark ago, unless come you have a, hang out with us. Unless you have a Lear jet. <laughs> Even then. Or any, any brand Maybe. of jet. Any brand of jet. No. Even like a Benny in the jet. No. If you if you fly here in a private jet to meet with us, we'll meet with you at like two or three. I'll postpone my flight. We'll hang out with you to. at like three or four. Yeah, because then they can just fly you home in their private jet. Dude. But they're not hearing this for... That won't be on the way, though, because they go over the poles. <laughs> Phil, you got to have faith, man. If you just believed a little bit more... Just relax, Maybe right? someone will as fly Fred here Durst, in a private jet. As Fred Durst of Drowning Pool taught us, <laughs> you got to have faith. Guys, when I flew here... I'm going to tell the story. I flew from my hometown of El Centro to Los Angeles, California in the Which tiniest plane the Centro. ever. No, it's Spanish for the Angels. Oh, Los Angeles, he's saying. Los, it's Los Angeles. Los though. Angeles. Well, it's Los Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles more. Ooh. Los Angeles more. Anyway, so this plane 
was so small. So check this out. This airport was so small that they don't even open security yeah, until yeah. like 15 That's minutes before the flight. <laughs> I used to fly through airports. Like, and it's like the weirdest thing. You get there early and it's like, sorry, like you can go get something to eat or something. And they're like, you don't need to be here. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's not freaking after right after 9-11. You don't have to be here two hours early. Um, but they do still make you take your shoes off, which is just the dumbest thing. It's like, yeah, like no one's making shoe bombs anymore, people. And also, <laughs> if you were, sailed. you wouldn't target a plane that holds six people. So like, it was literally like an airport shuttle with wings. It, yeah. it had had <laughs> ten seats in it. <laughs> Including the pilot seat. Yeah. And then like a bench seat in the back. <laughs> yeah, so you can like lay down if you this want one, to. Yeah, this one girl laid down back there. No. Yeah. Because she flies all the time. So she was like... She kept telling everybody, she's like, oh, it's a very comfortable plane. You'll you'll have a very comfortable flight. You're like, I no, like, I won't, because I'll be I'll be worried about dying like, the entire yeah, I'm time. I'm physically lady. comfortable, but I am mentally very uncomfortable. <laughs> but so the weird thing is like it's like it was like the perfect mixture of people that like and I like learned everyone's backstory before. So it was like the exposition to like a disaster movie. Yeah. Like waiting in this airplane. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> so going wait, on vacation to see my friends. Yeah. This other lady, like her, her dad just had just graduated died. Her sister had just died, just and she was going home to visit her family. Oh, dude. This other lady was, like, yeah, a dude. commuter who comes You're in totally the out all the time. No, that's, like, the And then there opening. was this Asian dude who was, like, asking questions about America. It was, like, the That's the opening thing. scene of Lost. That's literally Lost. <laughs> yes. You were starting Lost Mini. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> so, you're... Like, my life, actual world, took time to give me exposition of all these different people. <laughs> yeah. So, the thing that got you Did uncomfortable... you get any flashbacks? was that you started learning about their lives <laughs> yes you were you would be <laughs> fine like, you would if been. it was all just a bunch of dudes that grew up in el centro and were like yeah i gotta go to la for the day yeah just and then whatever. there was also this lady who didn't know how to get her seatbelt on and i had to help her get her seatbelt on like like every yeah. moment of that is what they're flight. gonna flash back to because yes. like you got up to help her but then because of that you didn't put your seatbelt <laughs> back on right you know <laughs> it was wild <laughs> but then when the back of the plane gets ripped off yeah. She helps you hold on to the seat in front of you. Yeah, it was cool. And not this get old, sucked out of the plane. This old lady who couldn't do her own seatbelt is holding half <laughs> of the plane on at, you know, 10,000. I was going to say 30,000, but there's no way that plane got no. up 30,000 feet. It was very low. It was, like it was under the clouds yeah, was, the whole way. <laughs> you had to, like, just veer around trees and stuff. It was barely faster no, than I know driving. there's no trees where you live, but. There's no trees at 10,000 feet anywhere except for mountains. But probably not even there. Man, it's like Mount Everest. Guys, write in and tell us how tall Mount Everest is because we don't want to look at it. But even if it is, there's no trees at that height. Yeah, it's true. Of it's the true. It's above the whatever. The tree the, line. I think it's called something else. It's called though. the tree line. The arboreal line. Okay. Arboreal. He thinks. He thinks just because he, he knows fancy he words, knows. he's better than us. And just because he knew Aaron, that it wasn't. Was there drowning. ever a time that you didn't know how to say that word? Probably no. It was like now you're supposed to say that. arboreal. Yeah, since like you were a little mama, kid, you always know arboreal. <laughs> mama, take me to the arboreal line. Um, that's no. like a '70s song. Take me to the arboreal line. I'm sure there are words, but that just wasn't didn't was have joke, to be one of the words that I misunderstood. So, just because I'm different from you guys doesn't mean I'm less than you. <laughs> so, check your privilege. <laughs> Hey guys, I looked it up. It's just it's called the tree line. So I, I think I was, I think I was right, right? I think I was the one who said the tree line. Yeah, definitely. So we told so. them noon, and it's eleven forty-two. Yeah, we should probably head out. 
So, so we're going to cut this one short. We might add some later to this, but we w- I think we should add something at the place. In dicks. Yeah, we'll see you in about three seconds yes. talking to some people. All right, welcome back. We're here. We are here. This part of the show is sponsored by Gun Street Wiring Shop from Bend, Oregon. Follow them to find out the whole saga of Hugh O'Kane, <laughs> the legacy Hugh. that he has left in the Bend district. I wonder what happened. I have no idea. It was magical, I believe. You ask them, and you say, pretty please, and you say, hashtag, look at it. They'll explain it to you. They'll tell you. So we had a meet-up with some people earlier. A bunch of crew members came out and friends of the show. Who, Uh, let's name drop. So E. Harris. C... No, J. Wait, mm-hmm. a, a Booth, Booth. J. Taylor, mm-hmm. C. Duke, also G. Taylor, also R. I don't know if it's Harris, but Rick mm. was there. <laughs> I don't think it's Harris. I don't know his name. Yeah. Rick Patino. Yes. Um, so we met up at Dick's and ate some disappointing burgers and OK fries. It was fine. Okay, burgers and disappointing fries, okay. I would say. That's fair. But really good milkshake. Strawberry shake was good. Oh. Um, and now we're on the light rail yep. to so now we're dry- the we airport. Are, we are under the ground <laughs> traveling from downtown Seattle to uh, the airport. Yes. And uh, we were told it's about 30 minutes. So we thought, what else could we do with 30 That's right. minutes? What else? I Nothing. Mean, maybe if we had guitars, <laughs> we could play them. We would play, <laughs> but we don't. I don't think people would appreciate that. Oh. I don't I know if people I've appreciate this. Of people like really appreciating. Some people, yeah. We could go viral. We could have gone viral. Yeah. This could go viral. This could go viral. <laughs> we have an audience. Um, we, we haven't officially met them, but they're sitting across from us, a lovely couple. I think they're also headed to the airport. So One can assume. One would, and one did. Hey, we're not below the ground anymore. Oh, the sky. We have achieved daylight. This is pretty cool. So John Waite dropped us off at the harbor, and we had to walk back to our hotel, which is like a mile and a half directly up a very steep hill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we had to walk back down that hill to the transit station. Yeah. But it was good. We could have planned that a little bit better, I think. We definitely could have. But it was fine. It was. Um, what else should we talk about? Uh, so we played a trivia game. Oh, we did. Yeah, we live streamed it in the group. Um, which I bet... If we put a little bit more thought into it, we could have come up with better questions. If we had put any thought into it. Any any additional any, any pre-thought. Any pre-thought. There you go. Yeah. Any number, any level of pre-thought, any additional thought whatsoever. Um, Not including the thought we're giving it now. Right. That doesn't well, this, help. This thought is, is meaningless. It's worthless as well. So we, um, there were like five or six questions that were... Yeah. Gear Slum trivia questions. We gave away a very limited edition free mug that we got mm-hmm. that was autographed by us in Gear Slum Red. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, not autographed by Mark Driscoll or the dude from <laughs> Ghost Ghost Ship. Yeah. Is he the owner? I don't know isn't if he's that the owner. I think what he said? said that he used to work there. I don't think it was work there. I think it was like or maybe he, he, started he started it. it. Yeah, maybe. So uh, Storyville. Yeah, Storyville Coffee, which Storyville I thought was coffee. had decent cold brew. Yeah. And a nice cortado. Friendly staff. It was good. It was good fancy stuff. And a cool logo. Good fancy snobby stuff. Oh, dude, we also found another shop on the way. Yes. Randomly, because it had a giant sign that said coffee in the window. Yes, on, it was on the walk. F- on the first floor of a very fancy apartment complex. Yes, called Anchorhead. Anchorhead, yeah. Anchorhead Coffee. Anchorhead and Coffee, Seattle. Uh, we walked in and... It smelled so good. Delicious. Like buttered sweet pastry. Yeah. So, um... Which we didn't need any of, but... We did not, but... The the gentleman behind the counter, who swore more than any barista or worker I've ever met. Oh, you mean you're just talking about how the fact that he was just openly cussing? Yeah, just openly dropping the f bomb to us. (laughs) But it was all in good fun. Yeah. The expletives were all positive. Oh, we're at Safeco Field now, which is where the Seahawks play. But oh, not important. Do we like the Seahawks? They are a football team. Okay. Okay, that's cool. They have many players, some of whom are famous, some of whom are lesser known, and a quarterback. They catch and throw many balls. They also run while holding the ball. They do that? Run while not holding the ball to tackle other people or to block people or to prevent their friends from being tackled. Okay. Sometimes they kick the ball, and no one has the ball, and everyone's running toward it. Sometimes they drop the ball and everyone tries to jump on it. Yeah. They do all kinds of things on the, yeah, that field. They do a lot of things with it. They do all the football field things. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the gentleman at Anchorhead says, when we walked up to the counter, he says, do you want something? What, what, what was his word? He said, you want, you want something, something out there? Oh, do you want something out there? Or normal. Or coffee traditional. Or not coffee. And Hot or cold? I that piqued my interest when he said, "Do you want something out there?" Because yeah, he said it with a lot of confidence. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. So, I knew, I knew this was the place for me, and I knew that this was the man for me. And then now you're when's the wedding? But what I mean by that <laughs> is that he is the man to recommend a drink for me. Right. That's what I mean right. by that. Right. Sorry if that was unclear. So explain. So you ended up getting. We got two different drinks, both of two which were highly recommended. Two drinks that were both very delicious. The dream. Dreamsicle. Dreamsicle, which was cold brew, orange juice. Coco Lopez, which is what they put in pina colada. He oh, said. Oh, oh, right. Yes. So it was sort of like a. Um, it's like a coconut. Coconut uh, cream blend. thing, and then some. Milk. Yeah, some whole milk. And it was freaking amazing. It was like a coffee dreamsicle. Dude. Creamsicle. So, so good. It was weird. It was good. It was it was out there. It was out there. It was was out there in all of the right ways. And I forgot what mine's called, but it was hibiscus mint and uh, mint. Summer lovin'. Mint and mint? Lime and mint. Hibiscus lime and mint. Yes. Summer lovin'? Summer lovin'. It's good. I'm still drinking it. No, summer days. Here you go. Summer days. 
That's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, that was you drinking into it? Yeah, it's Why don't good. You shake the ice in the microphone. Now I'm turning into you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is fun, though. <laughs> You're right. Phil is singing on the train here. Um, I also got something called Hopped Cold Brew, which and I will report back on okay. later. Next time you'll be able to tell us what... Um, I'll probably have forgotten, but... I hope you don't. I'll post about it somewhere. Hopped. Hopped. On my personal page. Hopped. Cold Hopped. Brew. Hopped Cold Brew. It's cold brew coffee brewed with hops. Yeah. It's about all but you can say about alcoholic. it. No, because it's not fermented. I don't understand. You don't? No. The hops don't give it the al- the beer alcohol. But why would you put hops in something? For flavor. Not the same reason they put it in beer. Yeah, but... Okay. I guess I need I need to try it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. We can try it. No, I don't want to try it. Because I just drank a lot of coffee and I need yeah. to... That's, when I get home, I need to sleep. Uh, did we talk about the KEXP? Oh, yeah, we went down to KEXP studio yes. and had coffee there, too. <laughs> we did have coffee. <laughs> it's good that Cole's not here for this conversation. Yeah, this is <laughs> a lot of coffee talk. It's coffee. It's coffee talk. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. Um, we'll talk amongst ourselves. So, so what did we had a draft latte there, yes. which was interesting. Yes. There's a latte on draft. Yes. Hi, what is it? Um, nitro? Is that what that was is? Was it on nitro? No, I guess they it's say just nitro. Flat. It's not nitro, but it was. It's just. Wait, how is it on draft then? It's on tap. Doesn't it need to be like carbonated for it to like? No, it just needs to be pressurized. How do you pressurize it? Like an air pump. Oh, okay. All right. So. Because even beer, like in a keg, is not. It's uh-huh. not carbonated enough to push it out. You have to pump. You have to prime oh, the keg. Right, right. Of course, of course. Yeah, so okay. you create you a, have re- create a reverse vacuum pressure, yes. pressure and okay. that pushes it out. Yes, thank you. Um, but it was cool. It was kind of frothy and milky and light. Yeah. It, it reminded me of, like, frozen coffee, but not frozen. Hmm. I was very envious of Alex Booth's drink, what did which he was get? a black and tan. Oh. Uh, which I believe was half I cold brew and half draft latte. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that sounds better. Y- it does. Because then it's less dairy. Yeah. More coffee. Yeah. I know. Interesting. I know. That was a place called La Colombe inside the KXP studio. Right. This, you guys, this place was hipster overload. So they were selling La Merzaco machines. Which, if you don't know, you don't know. But if you do know, you know. <laughs> and we tried to guess the price of one of them, a yeah, single way, single way group off. head. I said it's probably like, what did I say, three or 4000 I said, I think that small one is $2,000. Yeah, and I was and like, you were like, no way. No way. Way it's more. It's way more. It's three or 4000 Yeah. And we were both wrong. But Price is Right rules, Aaron would have won. Yes. Because it, it was, was seven thousand one hundred dollars, and there's a girl in line with a small one, and we were talking about it and how like crazy expensive it was, and she's like, "Yeah, but it's the best machine there is." But it is the best machine. <laughs> but it is the best machine. That might be That's true, but it's way beyond our price. To make one drink a morning, a day. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, but it'll last you the rest of your life. Okay. No, I'm saying like because it's industrial. I understand. But you'd also have to like clean it every day. <laughs> I know. 
would be way too much. It would end up costing you like $10 per drink yeah. per latte. No, okay. <laughs> do, do the math on this. If we do, if you did, let's just say two drinks, because we live. It, we both live in two drink homes. If you live in a... My wife doesn't really drink much coffee. <laughs> but I would drink two for myself every day. Fine. Okay. Fine. So two and let's say two and a quarter drinks average for me. Okay. Times seven. No. Times three hundred and sixty five. Should I do this? Yeah. Okay, so two point five. Two point two five. Two point two five times three hundred and sixty five equals eight hundred twenty one point two five. Times how many years? <laughs> how many years? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, how many years do you think you'd live? Will using I live? That machine. Yeah. Will you live? <laughs> What's I your guess? Know. How many more years do you have on this earth? I'm going to say, gosh, this is hard. <laughs> how, how old do you think I will be when I die? What do you guys think? <laughs> okay. Okay, so 80 Okay, so that's, okay, that gives me 50 years then. Okay, 50 Okay, so times <laughs> 50 <laughs> equals 41,062.5. So that's drinks. Yeah. Assuming I'm still making lattes every day. Sure, let, at well, 85. Let's, let's, yeah, let's assume that. That's fine. True. Okay. Plus, I'll have kids, maybe, that will be adults and we'll also and drink be them. them. Okay, but so now now that's drinks. Yeah. But so what are you trying the, to say? What I'm are you trying, trying to figure I'm out? I'm wondering if the cost is worth it to buy that machine. We'll divide that by 7,100. Divided by... Equals 5.78. Per so drink? No, it is not worth I'm it. I'm paying $5 a drink just for the machine. That's... You could just it's buy them. Absolutely at not worth any it. Fancy <laughs> coffee. That's this is so stupid. Okay, not that worth girl, it at all. She was wrong. Yeah, you guys. Exactly. You still gotta put all the supplies. You gotta put in the effort. You gotta consider cream, electricity, beans. water. This is ridiculous. Beans. That's completely grinder. How many grinders are you gonna go through? Completely unreasonable. Completely. Unless unless you have a giant. I was going to say... Unless it's making you money, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like, if well, money is coming in, if you're charging other people to have drinks... I was going to say, if unless you're a giant family, like, if you're, like, you know, a traditional Catholic family, and you're making drinks for everybody every yeah. day... Yeah. Like, Clint Duke could do it, but he doesn't drink coffee. Yeah. You can't be a, you can't be a traditional Mormon family. You'd have to be a <laughs> traditional Catholic family. Exactly. Yes. Hmm. What we're saying is that girl's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth it. She's blinded by hipsterism. By, by definition, lady, not worth it. Yeah. We did the math. Yeah. I wish you were here so I could tell her. And I was being generous. There's no way I'm going to dr- make two and a quarter drinks every day. Every day. Yeah. Maybe Until like I'll 85. probably make four a week. What? I'm not going to drink it every day. I don't drink coffee every day. You wouldn't if you had the machine? Well, I mean, I have the means to make coffee now, and I don't do it every day. Okay. And that's more work than an AeroPress. It is more work. And like you said, cleaning it every day. Oh, yeah, like. so there's no way. 
This is it's making me angry thinking about this now. That's gonna end up costing me like thirteen dollars per drink just to have the machine in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, I might as well buy that thirty-three thousand dollar telly. Yes. I'll get yes. more out of it. That's what you should buy. You should buy the Telecaster. Oh, it's too late. I wish I would have no, done this. No, you can buy math. it online. You're right. You're right. So, um, Let's see. Oh, we got like three stops left. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, anything else we should add? Hmm. Um, did we talk about breakfast? Today's breakfast? Yeah. No? Do we need to I talk like about every I meal? <laughs> I liked it. I'm just saying I liked it. I had some a piece of toast and some French toast sticks. I, I like that we stayed in a, a hotel. A lot of carbs. That we didn't know was going to have breakfast, and then we were presently surprised that it was a full... Yeah, we happened to check and call at like ten twenty. Oh, and they perfect. said, "Oh, it ends at ten thirty. Yes. So we went downstairs and had breakfast. Yes, I would have been insanely mad if it was. Oh, it, it ended, ended at ten. Yeah. Yeah. I would have lost my mind. I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been worth it to me. <laughs> Hashtag worth it. No. Um. So it was cool to see. Uh. Our internet friends, um, and um, it was very, very cool to hang out with uh, Andrew Kim and Clint Duke. Duke. Um, yeah. What was what was your favorite moment? Of this trip, mine were two. So one was no. You have to choose. No, that's good. It's okay. One was Mike and Mike's guitar bar, and one was watching the sunrise from Bainbridge Island. <laughs> Wait, I don't mean to laugh at you. I just mean <laughs> those are my two favorite moments. Okay. <laughs> you said it wasn't that good of a sunrise. It wasn't, but the moment was nice. Okay, <laughs> my favorite moment was. Also in Mike and Mike's guitar shop, but a very specific moment where you said, "Hey, let's write a song," <laughs> and so I started playing chords, <laughs> and then you were like playing along. You started playing along, and you said, "Are you gonna Are you gonna come up with words?" And the second you said that, I realized I was singing, "This is Growing Up" by Blink One Eighty Two, and that's what I had been playing for the last like four minutes. <laughs> Damn it. So that was my favorite moment. That was a good moment. Um, on vintage gear. Yeah. <laughs> like really expensive. Ridiculously expensive guitars. guitars. <laughs> I was probably too like cavalier with the the things I was holding. Like that I, I have no business holding holding yeah. guitars that expensive. Yeah. Every one of those guitars are worth more than my car. Yeah. Yes. Every and one of them. I we were just like no nah, okay. Toss and run. He said he said go and go pick something yeah, up and play do it. Whatever you want. I was like oh, well, <laughs> okay, but I should not have. You should not have. Um oh uh, Mike Ball, if you're listening, 
sorry. Uh, I we didn't. We had a wonderful time in your shop, and I'm. I don't mean to say that I had no business playing your guitars. I have every. If you are listening, I do have every business have playing business, your guitars. All the business to play all your guitars. <laughs> all business all the time. Business in the front and. We had all the business, business out front, and we had a party in the back mm-hmm. room. In the back room. So yeah, everything. We're good. With the business. Yeah, we took the business to the back we t- and partied on it. <laughs> Parted all over it. Yeah. This is cool. Um, part of Seattle that I would have never seen a, a pirate from this trip. Also, fishing with Andy. Can you call it fishing if you don't if you don't like take anything home? It's yeah. still fishing. Yeah. We didn't catch anything. I know we talked about this before, but that was really fun. Hanging out on a boat. Um just broing out. Broing out in a boat. That was fun. Yep. Uh, in the sound. Making noise in the sound. I think uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Oh, that's cool. We should talk about... What? We just passed like this really cool Hindu temple with like a giant Buddha outside. Oh, I guess okay. it wouldn't be Hindu if it had Buddha outside. It'd be Buddha. That sounds very racist of me. No. Or ignorant. You just just kind of ignorant. Know. Sounds very ignorant of me. Yeah. A Buddhist temple with the Buddha outside. So we could cut this out if you don't want to be <laughs> on the podcast, but we'd love to ask you guys, why are you in Seattle? You got to give them the microphone. Back from an Alaska cruise. Oh, awesome. Whoa, that's cool. Was. Very How cool. Long How long were you there? Uh, seven days. That's cool. Um... And uh, what was the most interesting thing you saw? Hmm. Well, I'd say the Madeline Glacier. It was okay. Now, awesome. Same? No, her. <laughs> oh, wow. Very, very, oh, wow, okay. Very cool. Man, all right. That's very, that, that is awesome. And you went on a cruise to Alaska. Life does not end at 40. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Um, you should ask them their names. Oh, your names? I'm Connie. Connie. Jerry. And Jerry. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, we end our podcast saying uh, thanks for friendship. So, uh, thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. And thanks for friendship. Thanks, guys. That was awesome.